a thoughtful bishop and theologian had this to say about our gospel reading. What are the excuses people use today to avoid the issue of the kingdom? What is likely to happen as a result? And how can we continue to live and teach God's kingdom in the world that basically doesn't want to know? Jesus brings to our minds and imaginations children calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. People looked on Jesus' ministry, and they listened to John's prophetic voice, and then they made excuses, excuses to avoid the truth of God's work in the world. They looked on John, who lived a life of self-denial, a holy life, and to avoid his word gave the excuse, John has a demon. People heard Jesus' teaching and wisdom. They saw him heal. And to avoid his word gave the excuse, Jesus, that man is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend to tax collectors and sinners. Excuses to avoid God's present kingdom dawning and demanding attention. Jesus' call to enter the kingdom of heaven is a calling, an encouragement to place our whole trust and offer our whole being to God's will and ways. That's a challenge. A challenge in the sense that we have our own ideas about how we should live. We have our own ideas about what we should think. And the people and the culture around us that we interact with, well, they have their ideas about what we should do and how we should live and what we should think. With all the voices around us, do we listen to God? or make excuses. We know many who are not here in church who have found an excuse, children and grandchildren and friends. Human cravings in many ways have not changed since Jesus spoke to the crowds. Or have they? You're here in church. You're listening online. I doubt that any one of us here today in this moment would say we're making excuses to keeping Jesus at arm's length. That doesn't mean, though, there wasn't a time in our lives when we did make excuses. Reflect. Reflect on those times when you did all you could do to keep Jesus away. And the reality that you overcame, that you overcame those excuses, that you pushed past and through hesitation and grew closer to God so much so that you've given your morning to prayer and praise. So start with one of those little excuses that you've had in your life. And then share that experience, that excuse, with a child, grandchild, or friend. 
It might help them push past an excuse that they're making to avoid God, to stay away from a community of faith. In college, I loved to go out with friends on Saturday night. The nearest church, which was on University of Texas's campus, they had an early service on Sunday, and then they had an afternoon service. Neither one worked in my social schedule. (laughs) And I had an excuse to avoid church, to avoid the encounter with word and sacrament. The Holy Spirit wasn't done with me. Even in the midst of college distractions and excuses, I had a deep yearning for something more profound in life. And the Church of the Good Shepherd had an 11.15 a.m. service, and my excuses were overcome. Think of all of the excuses that everybody but you has made this morning to avoid church. Travel, golf, Wimbledon. (laughs) Once we become faithful churchgoers, when we miss church, We miss, we miss the taste of wine on our lips, bread in our hands. We miss that moment of prayer, time to be with one another. Still, we often make excuses for not moving more deeply into the faith-seeking journey. When I practiced law in New Orleans, my Sundays were important for getting things done for the week ahead. So I went to the 7.30 a.m. right one morning prayer service. It was over in about 15 minutes. (laughs) I got my church fixed. I felt closer to God. I said my prayers. And then I was off to mow the lawn, to do my laundry, and get ready for the week ahead. Trinity in New Orleans offered adult formation on Sundays, but it was just too late for me. I had to get on with my day. An excuse to keep learning at arm's length. But then a young adult's Bible study started up on Thursday evenings right after work. My excuse was overcome. Think of the excuses that we make to avoid formation and Bible studies. I don't do small groups. I'd feel uncomfortable asking a question in a small group. I know that the people around me know so much more than me about the Bible. An hour of church on Sundays, that's plenty for a whole week. Those excuses sound familiar, or you've heard them from a friend. Look ahead to the program year that we have coming up. The Faith Seeking Journey class, which will begin right after Rally Day. It's a wonderful time and a wonderful place that can help overcome so many excuses. With all the manner of excuses raised to avoid fully embracing Jesus, intellectual contortions, historical facets of the church's mission and ministry, all of the news and the conversations you have over dinner and wine with family and friends, So many different reasons not to engage fully with the God who created us and the Savior who redeemed us. 
You've overcome so many of those excuses. So notice and discern what excuses the people in your life might be having when it comes to God. And then invite them in to your life, into your faith-seeking journey, sharing your triumphs, sharing your doubts, but share them in humility. Share what you've left to accomplish. And I hope that through you, family and friends, children and grandchildren, will hear John's words and see Jesus' life and then take on the labor, the work of discerning God in this world and in their lives. You know already what they're going to find. Jesus at work in their daily life. They'll find him and see a gentle, humble heart. A Savior who's waiting to give them rest for their souls. This ministry of evangelism to family and friends, remember too to stay firmly rooted in humility and faith and in love. Excuses worm their ways into the holiest of habits and into the hearts of the most faithful and well-meaning Christians. There's a temptation and excuse that once we think we've met a religious goal, we're good to go. The truth is that it's constant work to weed out excuses and temptations. So as you plan ahead for your church attendance next Sunday, or what you hope to do when programming sparks back up after rally day, reflect on the excuses. Those past that you have gloriously overcome those presents that still might stunt your growth. And then share with a family member, a friend. Do so with a humble heart. Not to give them a hard time or a guilt trip about not coming to church, but so that the people in your life will share with you, share with you in the rest and in the delight that you find for your souls through Jesus Christ.